listening to CLNS Media, powered by BetOnline.ag. Go to clnsmedia.com slash roll. Use our promo code CLNS50 for 50% off your first deposit. Holy cow, John oh Zanis. goodness, Nick. <laughs> it's a- Dude. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, welcome everybody to the to the Garden Report. Everything sucks edition. <laughs> um, I mean, look, we did this a few days ago, and we talked about this not being a certainty, but um, you know, I mean, man, that escalated quickly. This Horford thing, you know, catching everybody up. Uh, he opts out of his deal, which everybody knew, you know, uh, with a thirty million. Sure, yeah, team friendly deal, no problem. He wants to be back. He loves it here. Rah rah. And then, bang! You know, bullpet drops a a a, a, a bull bomb. Um, uh, 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 uh. Yeah, as usual, which you know is coming. I mean, that's good, well sourced, and yeah, we I had mean, heard the rumors earlier today. And it's it's just, you know, how do you turn down that kind of money if you're Al? I mean, yeah. I'm hearing a well over a hundred million. Sure. So I mean, look, I mean, that's what it is. Is you know, I mean, the the instant reaction. I think. I mean, and we'll get into it. Some the instant reaction is going to be, you know, Kyrie blew it up. It's all Kyrie's fault. And Danny blew it up and, you know, Danny misrepresented or misunderstood things. But, you know, the one thing I'll say here is he, you know, he, he drew a line. You know, this is what Horford's worth to us or to me, which is probably, as everyone had said, you know, three and 60. And Horford, you know, in a total non-tampery way, finds out he's he can get four and 100 plus. So that's it. Ball game. That's it. The more Can't money out there. Can't blame Horford. Can't yeah. blame Ainge. Yeah. And I honestly think, I mean, I uh, I feel like it's it's almost as if Kyrie leaving this could have still happened if Kyrie stayed because if you're Al Horford at the end of your career you want to stretch it out as long as you could. I don't know what their relationship was like, but it never seemed like it was like peaches and cream, right? So I don't think this is related to Kyrie other than the fact that Kyrie immediately took them out of contention by not only uh leaving but by ghosting on his employer, which I don't want to get into a Kyrie bitch fest, but you know, I think that Al Horford at his age has to take as much money and extend as long as he could. I'm just hoping that somehow they come to some sort of like, okay. So if a team is going to go out there and offer four years to Al Horford over a hundred million, let's say uh, make up a number at 125 million, whatever. All right. Now that team is most likely, John, not going to be contending for titles this year. That's my opinion. I no, no, I don't think so. Because you have teams right now that have space. I'm seeing, and again, I'm not doing the math all across the board. We don't have, This is an instant reaction podcast right. here. So, I mean, I've seen it out there that Clippers have enough room, theoretically, to get Leonard and Horford if they wanted him. This is a pair with at another... At that money? Yes, at whatever it is. At the, at 20, you know, the, in that range, the 25 to 30. I mean, look, if the Celtics were 20 and he... And that's not good enough for him. Um, you know, that's what you're looking at. You're looking at somewhere in that thirty. He's gonna. People have the teams that have money to burn will fit him in with somebody else. You know, and bring in two guys. You bring in your star and your veteran leader into a team that's already, uh, you know, doing well. And that's that's that. So I mean, I'm on this Houston kick. I just feel like they're in sore need of 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 leadership. Yeah, whatever. It in is. their locker room, you know what I'm saying. I I, I just. I know sign and trades are almost impossible today, but it just feels to me like there's something. Yeah, it feels to me like if Ainge and Horford, we both know for a fact, have a great relationship. So if if Al wants to go somewhere and contend, if the Clippers are making that kind of an offer, hell, I can't blame Al. I'd go too. 
all right, you go and play for Doc and, and Kawhi's there if he goes there in a situation that, you know, it, it could compete in the West. But if it's a if it's a bottom dwelling team, why wouldn't now go to Danny and say, get me as close as you can. And then if you have to trade me somewhere to a destination that can contend now, which Houston would fit right in that in that mold, I don't know if the money works. That's my problem. I'm not, you know, I'm not Keith Smith. I'm not Danger Kurt. I don't know how the cap works. Sure. So, I mean, that aside, let's just take it back to where the Celtics are right now, which is, yeah. I mean, you could go in a million different ways here, but the immediate reaction is just that they're effed in a big way because, you know, you could talk yourself into, fine, Kyrie's gone. Let's see if the kids loosen up, have fun with Al there as the anchor. With Al there as the anchor and the veteran leader and the defensive presence and the glue guy and this and that. So you don't have that. You've just got whatever you've got. Now things get really interesting and, you know, Ainge has to get really creative. Uh, Whether there's, uh, you know, you're using that money to try to bring in people, maybe you're trying to take on uh, other teams' bad assets to clear cap space down the road. I don't really know, but I, I'd say the instant reaction on Twitter right now is uh, there's a lot of people putting uh, putting the blame on Ainge for this falling apart ah, so so badly know. and so quickly. And I'm not I'm not on that. What do you? I mean, I'm not on that train either. I mean, the reactions though are looking at the reaction of Kyrie non-news because he hasn't spoken to anybody um but the assumption the knowledge that he's going to brooklyn and the reaction by people on social media this was almost the opposite i think fans just took a stake in the heart with al horford leaving because everybody knows he loves boston everybody loves al in boston short of lou merloni maybe (laughs) who i think even learned to love him last year um this is a gut punch, but it also indicates that Ainge, in my opinion, John, is rebooting. I mean, he, he he's he. I don't want to. They say need rebuilding. the cap space. They, they need the cap space down the road. That's. I mean, if you lock up Al for thirty, you know, for what he was making for another four, you're you you are kind of you're you're not going. You, it's hard. You're to, not going anywhere. It's hard to go anywhere. Um, it it kind of it's a salve. It keeps you know it helps heal the wounds right now, but you're not going anywhere. So I, I get it, but it's I mean it's bad. <laughs> I mean it's bad. It's it's bad, it's bad for bad. now. Things a lot of things have to happen for this not to be bad, and maybe it won't be. But I certainly nah. don't think anybody can take any comfort in. Uh, the the team that they currently have putting that on the floor next year, whatever that is, that could also include no Morris, no Rozier, and sure, maybe you go again and plug a few holes and bring in some guys that'll kind of keep things going. But I mean, you're basically looking at the hospital Celtics here on the court now uh, for the entire season. That's and you know it's it's the Jason and 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 uh, and Jalen show. I, we're back to. Uh, 2014, 15, 16, watching kids develop. And only this time you have, you really do have, you have young, young players with great, great, great potential. So if you're one of those fans that love to watch a team develop, this, this may be a fun year for you. Um, I think if Celtics fans can just admit to themselves and maybe you want to wait till after the draft and free agency, but if they can admit to themselves that Danny's looking at a quick turnaround, which I believe he most definitely is, uh, then just you have to deal with an offseason this year. And maybe that's what the, the I don't know, dude, I'm miffed. I mean, everybody and their brother, of course, is texting and tweeting me because of our relationship with Anna. And of course, Anna Horford isn't saying a word about this. Why would she? So. 
Um, your guess is as good as mine. Uh, I did hear that that excess of 100 million uh, number being tossed around, and uh, that to me was the worst nightmare. You know, a team come out and really overpay Al, and uh, dude, I cannot blame him. So yeah, there's I, no there's it, no succession plan in place here. That's the problem. That's is, the problem. There's nothing. There's nothing behind it. Like it might make financial sense. You're going to clear close to 30 million in cap space. You can bring in a guy. Theoretically, I don't know that it works that way, John. You're going to clear. It'll be. I think they can sign a guy, Nick, who's um, six years or less in the league to a max deal. And again, I don't have the full list in front of me on everybody who that could be, but that's what puts you into that sort of position. You've seen, um, you know, Capella potentially on the trade market. Yeah, I've heard a lot about Capella, but you know, it's making that deal work. So I don't know, but you you don't have it right now. But I, you know, going back to Ainge. I, you can't you can't put any of it on him, and I'm not an angel apologist. I think it, he every single thing. I mean, you can track this entire thing back <laughs> to. <laughs> yeah. No, Dude, I got to tell you, I got to interrupt you because you brought this statement up uh, last time we did one of these emergency podcasts, and not saying that uh, anyone was listening, although a lot of people did listen. Um, you made this exact same comment, and I've heard it all over the media in the last. Uh, three or four days, which has basically been Ainge is not uh, Trader Dan the way everybody says he is. But go ahead, make the no, statement he's, again. He's not, but in this case, he did everything right. You compiled the assets, you flipped them for the type of things that mattered. Kyrie was absolutely worth the trade, uh, and uh, and the Tatum deal was absolutely worth it. Uh, everything that happened up to this point, signing Hayward was worth it. The whole thing, it's amazing. You just trace it all back to everything blows apart. When uh, when uh, when Hayward Hayward snaps his leg in two, just, I, and, and you have to wonder what happens if that doesn't happen because I mean it, that it's it uh, it it completely altered history. It is incredible that what what that did both for that year, you know, and then you have the Celtics who the the kids get a taste and they learn to win and they mature maybe maybe even a little faster than you wanted them to, which. And return, and then Irving gets hurt, and he watches them win without him, and he sulks and he pouts, and then the kids got a taste of it, and then they came back and they didn't like their new roles, and nobody liked Hayward playing, and everything got bad. It's incredible the ripple effects off of that one injury, and you really wonder what would happen now, whether any of, I mean, it's possible you're returning all of these guys right now and trading for Anthony Davis. I, I mean, it's <laughs> just, it, I don't know. It, it, it is the the turn of events over the last two years has been so out of favor with Boston. It, I mean, it, it's not on the scale of, you know, the late eighties, early nineties with bias and Lewis, but it's definitely really, really bad luck because you, it starts with that pass from Kyrie, that, that oop from Kyrie to Gordon. Now you bring up Gordon and, and I think he's forgotten in all of this because everybody kind of really got impatient in the end with his, his, uh, his, you know, recovery, but you're going to have, if Gordon Hayward can be 90%, and this is so cliche at this point, but if he can be 90% of what he was, you're going to have a nice trio of Hayward, Brown and Tatum, and you're going to have an eight seed team, probably. So eight, seven seed team, or do you tank John? You don't tank. I, I think you're rebuilding on the fly and you're seeing whether Jason, whether, whether Jason and Jalen are real. I mean, at this point, your best case scenario, I mean, and again, you can get creative in a trade. Can you get, can you get 
Beal from Washington who's got this year and the next for Hayward and a bunch of picks and maybe something else? Probably not. I don't know. But I mean, Hayward, take him out of the equation, man, but, until he has a season under him. And next year, he, his contract expires, I think. I'm, so, more, I'm more mean. I think right now you're hoping that, you know, everybody loves to play with their friends and the new culture and that, you know, a, you know everybody's pals in the NBA sort of thing. And really what you're hoping is that Jalen and Jason are two of those up-and-coming people where um, people want to play with them, you know. Uh, yeah. And that they uh, well. and that they yeah. evolve, and that they're able now. They're the ones who you're putting all the eggs into that basket. Can they recruit uh, stars here down the road? You eat it next year. You, you you know you're 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 back to competitive, but you know not a contender. Maybe Danny does something super crazy. I don't even know what they're thinking. I mean, I when when Wick, said, when Wick said two weeks ago, <laughs> like we're gonna uh, get heads, we're gonna man. get creative, but, but we're gonna get creative with what? What's left to get creative with? I yeah. mean, we're you're, you're outside of the Memphis pick. What do you have now? You've got m- mediocre draft picks. You've got the Memphis pick, which may or may not be of value next year, and then you're looking at. The, the guys you're currently counting on. You don't have assets anymore. Your assets are your team. That's it. Well, Wick is trying to save face, but what he's doing is just adding pressure. I got to say, before we move on to our last topic, John, BOL had this right, man. Remember we were sitting at exit interviews and they put out the odds and they said Kyrie Irving, but they included Al Horford. And I'm yeah. like, why? As, why as is a coin Al flip. Hor- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, why is Al Horford in this equation? He is definitely going to... Uh, extend. Uh, it just it baffled me. But BOL was ahead of it. BOL's bet online, betonline.ag. Go over there. I'm sure there's going to be a whole slew of of uh, of great futures going out there, or props, whatever. And you're going to have all that uh, interesting jazz over at, at betonline.ag. Yeah. Place your bet. CLNSmedia.com/win. Use the promo code CLNS50. BOL had it right at exit interviews. The whole media looked at their cell phones when they tweeted that and said, why is Al in this? Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, and, uh, th- and it, we, we, you and I both kind of, uh, raised our <laughs> eyebrows like, <laughs> like, wow, they, they, it's almost, they had Al almost at even money to, to lead, you know, yep. it was, it was pretty close. It was uh, close. So, I mean, that's what it was. It was a coin flip. And again, it's just the market is the market and, you know, nobody knew, um, you know what it would be, and you also had that indication that Al was Al was just happy here. But I mean, well, I, think I don't think it's I don't, I don't think, think it's changed. fifty million dollars happy. You know, I don't yeah, think exactly. it's leaving fifty million on the table happy. So, I mean, if you think about it, he gets a four year deal at at potentially forty or fifty million more than the Celtics could could pay him. Well, basically, he's paying himself for one year of retirement. You can't blame the guy. I don't blame him. I mean, I'm devastated, but I don't blame him. Now, the blame will shift if. The Brooklyn Nets become involved in this situation. Is there a situation where they're taught, do they have money on the cap to be able to to uh, to bring on an Al Horford and a Kyrie Irving? I don't know, but the narrative all totally changes at that point to you know Kyrie and Al. I don't even want to think about it, John. Yeah, it's uh, I I. I Truth be told, Nick and, and your dog is barking. You gotta love podcasting. The dog's barking, yeah. and it's just great. Go ahead. The um, I don't particularly care where he goes. I just think it's um, I you know at this point I'm just looking at where the Celtics are, and it's just a 
It's just not a great roster. Oh, come on. Come on, John Zanis. We would have a fee- – I mean I Because I, I Brooklyn means nothing to, to me. Brooklyn means nothing to me. I, I, well, Kyrie means nothing to me, but Al does mean something. And if he goes over to Brooklyn, that would be the worst yeah. thorn. In, and, and it would just be so ironic that Brooklyn steals all of Boston's assets after Boston sends – Brooklyn back five six years. Yeah, it's just a gro- we're just it's just a gross roster right now. Um, you have to see what it rounds out into. I think obviously the the draft two days away. I don't I don't have a, a I, I don't know what what you want to see here uh, at this <laughs> yes. point. I, yeah. You know, I mean, if the Celtics, if Danny can't swing a deal, are we? Are you looking at them just drafting? You know three guys like you know i mean bowl bowl and kevin porter and these guys and then just and then have to stash them and then just stick them on this no i mean you're gonna have to at this point you're playing i mean here you have to play what are you talking about you're talking about jason tate you're talking about starting right now tatum brown smart (laughs) baines baines and horford with a bench of shemi and 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 yabu and 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 time lord i mean what are you? What are we talking about here? This is this is a this is not a good roster. I mean, this is not. This it's, not. it's laughable. It's laughable. It can't go on. Something has to happen. Danny Ainge. I don't know, man. This may be. You know, we're wrapping up. So I guess finish final thoughts on this. I mean, this may be Danny's one time where he doesn't have a, is something up his sleeve. It sure seems that way, doesn't it? It seems no, like it doesn't. No, not to me. Not at all. No, tell me. Well, explain. Put fans at ease. <laughs> No, I, oh, I'm sorry. You, you're saying you do think Danny has up his sleeve? No, I think he, this is probably one of the very few times since Danny Ainge has been running the team, at least in the last 10 years, where he doesn't have a master plan. He seems to be taken sideways by all the events that have happened over the last couple of weeks, starting with, you know, the the basic sweep by the Milwaukee Bucks. Basically, they yes. Swept them. Sorry, I would agree, Nick. I'm sorry. I, I'm with you. I think. That's the 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 interesting part in all this. Uh, Danny did everything, as we said earlier. I think Danny every move Danny made at every point, and you can argue, I, and I think it's fair whether taking a big swing at Leonard uh, was in play. But certainly, that's a twenty twenty hindsight move. We talked yep. about it on the last pod. You didn't know where this guy was with his injury. You didn't know where his head was at. He just yep. go, he ghosted San Antonio for an entire year. It was a weird scenario. So you didn't feel great about it. But I, I still, you know, I take that swing. But fine. Outside of that, every single move uh, was the right move. And you're right. At this point, it's you know everything comes with a gamble, and every one of those things blew up. The the Hayward one in an unforeseen way, Kyrie being a total dick and not being able to be a leader, which there were certainly signs, but it was well worth the risk. And Horford being a total team guy and a selfless guy who wanted to possibly take less to stay. You were kind of counting on all of these things. You know Hayward not breaking his leg, Kyrie not being as big a dick as you thought, and Horford sticking it out, and then you know. Sacramento being bad or worse, so that asset would have been better and that pick would have been better and it ended up not happening. Just a lot of things just didn't happen, and that's it. They were the right moves, He, but Ainge has kind of sort of cashed in all his chips at this point. There's not much – I don't know – I'm really interested to see. I, everyone's hoping Danny pulls a rabbit out of his head. I, I, don't, I don't see, see, I don't I don't see, see what's it, left at this point. I don't see it. And everybody I talk to who's close with Ainge, that sounds cliche too, but everybody I've talked to feels the same way we do at this point. It's just kind of limbo. We don't know what's going to happen. And I, it's kind of the feeling that like Danny is almost out of tricks. But 
He's the trickster. We'll see what happens. I mean, one thing, my closing thoughts is this. Look at Al Horford will be remembered as uh, a selfless member of the team. I'm not going to do a Sean Grandy, you know, diatribe on how wonderful he is, but he was a great guy. He was very good to our company and uh, hopefully still will be. And I'm glad he's getting paid. And and the one thing that, that sticks out to me on Twitter is that the tweeters cannot blame the media for running Al out of town. This is a business. This is what happens at times, and and it's uh, it's not fake news. It's real. He is going to get paid, and uh, we could just only hope that Danny Ainge has a master plan that none of us know about. Yeah, I mean, it's I don't again. I don't think so. It doesn't mean either. I don't. It doesn't mean it's doomed. It just means um, kind of an you know. It's it's just what you just had. If you're a Celtics fan, what you just had ripped away from you at this point, which was uh, you know just Everything. just from one year, <laughs> just from a year ago, or even two years ago, but certainly <sighs> you know pre Hayward, but even heading into last year, a full blown could be the best team in basketball title contender to you're going to kind of have to wait and see you're you're right back to the middle of the pack it's a weird feeling for Celtics fans and the 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 assets treasure trove is kind of tapped at this point so i mean there's not this is what it is it's it's a, it's a it's a it's a it's a harsh reality for Celtics fans to have to come to grips with and right now if you're a Celtics fan I'm sure you're on Twitter and I'm sure you're trying to figure it out or you're consoling one another and that's fine but stay away from Sixers Twitter um, because <laughs> oh, they they're they are just bathing in your tears. <laughs> so are the Nets. So, so I mean, are the Nets. The one so thing. is most of the NBA. Nobody most likes Danny. NBA. Nobody likes the Celtics. The NBA <laughs> that, world is bathing in our tears right now. That's the one thing that's been consistent <laughs> over the past forty years. My entire life is that when the Celtics falter, the rest of the NBA kind of come together to celebrate. And it's it's not gotten any different yeah. with Danny Ainge running the team. And 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 if you are a Celtics Twitter fan, uh, maybe stay away from the Sixers and the Lakers yeah, and all the Clippers it. and all those. But but there, I'm sure there's a bottom dwelling team out there. You could go out no. and find a very worse situation to go it, hang out. It's so feel better. It's all darkness right now. It's <laughs> it's it's sad. It's a bunch of it's a bunch of it's a bunch of Celtics stands trying to make themselves feel a little better there's nothing great right now doesn't mean it's all going to be bad but it's there's 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 nothing great right now okay so here's our closing uh tips to fans stay away from twitter uh definitely stay away from rivals twitter uh team twitter uh you know hashtags definitely don't listen to uh, Shock Jock Radio tomorrow in Boston. Stay far, far away from Felger and Maz just for a day because it's going to be ugly. And uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, go say a novena that uh, Danny has a plan that we don't know about. But for God's sakes, keep the faith because it could be way worse when I say that uh, it could be – we could be – the Celtics could have a front office that parallels some of the very worst in the NBA. And truthfully, Danny – Kind of got, got caught sideways here, but he's still one of the best. And uh, it happened to Pop last year. It happens to the best of them. Uh, but uh, I feel like uh, goodness is around the corner. It just may be one season of yeah. frustration. Well, I know you're trying to wrap it, Nick. I have one. I have one thing. Go I want to. Yeah. I want to hear your thought on it. Uh oh. Uh oh. No, just your thought. So okay. the narrative all year uh, and uh, was. Uh, that Kyrie kind of blew it up. You know, the, yep. the kids didn't couldn't get along with Kyrie. And then in the days leading up to this, um, that uh, Horford uh, was 
fine coming back without Kyrie. In fact, right. possibly, who knows, possibly preferred possibly it. We're, not, sh- to. Yeah. we're yeah. not sure, but th- mm-hmm. that wasn't necessarily the issue. Uh, but now you've got both Horford and Irving leaving, and it's just the kids behind. At, at what point are people going to start to look at this and say, hmm, wait, who was the problem all along? I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just <laughs> I'm wondering if the narrative shifts at all towards... It's starting to. So... Or, like, um, is it is it rah, rah, go kids, go Jason, go Jalen, get them? Or are you going to kind of scratch your head and say, man, if these guys just frigging behaved like professionals or a little bit more mature, maybe we could have made it work? I don't know. People are going to be spinning this through, you know. The spin, John, right now is the Gordon Hayward. What's yeah. the difference between this past season or the majority of it and the previous season where, I mean, regardless, as much as I really don't like Kyrie Irving, the player, there was a 16-game win streak the previous season led by Kyrie. Sure. Um, so, you know, what's the difference? The difference is Gordon Hayward. And, and, and in regards to Hayward, I mean, everything I hear about him, my interactions with him, which have been limited, but everything I hear about him from people who are close to him, he's a, he's a class act. He's a selfless guy. Uh, you've seen his work ethic. Um, I put that blame almost on Brad Stevens, and I don't even want to get into that topic. But anything that's going uh, against Gordon as being an issue for uh, the team, I, I think it relates to Brad Stevens that starting him uh, really set the team off on a bad foot. Uh, and I, I, I really I, I, I put it in Brad Stevens' lap. So that's one thing this season he's got to fix. Yeah, I don't feel it's I mean, you could say Rozier and Rozier gives us every reason to think that he was a problem because he went on his car wash, as you like to say. And I've been using that phrase all the time. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So he went on his ESPN car wash. Uh, So Rozier may be in that camp. But I mean, we've seen Jalen disgruntled uh, in good and bad times. So I'm not going to say that that's anything because Jalen really made a turnaround. And in the playoffs, he was saying all the right things. And as far as Tatum goes, I think Tatum was caught in the middle of a dramatic, swirling, you know, just drama all the time. And I think that starts and stops with Kyrie. Yeah, no, Tatum uh, was in a tough spot because Kyrie took him under his wing. So he was somewhat – Like the Bron Bron situation. Yeah, he was somewhat beholden to him. But he was also kind of like, you know, I kind of like Jalen and we're kind of, you know. So, no, I mean your point is a good one. I think Brad – uh, you know, when you're when you're slicing up the blame pie for how this all went down, I think Brad gets a big piece because um, this required this is almost like you needed one of those like Major League Baseball managers or one of those like, yep. you know, a Doc Stevens brain with Doc Rivers. Yeah, a Doc a Rivers, hybrid of Doc and Brad. A, a Ty Lu, a guy who's just going to yeah. cater. Ugh. Oh, no, not Ty Lue. <laughs> Come no, on, God, man. we had him. Already. Nobody means that. Nobody <laughs> means that. We don't mean that. But somebody who had an approach that was, you know, catering to the egos of the people who needed ego stroking. And, you know, I don't know. It's this this I mean, not this is I mean, it's this not. is a disaster at the, the at the level of what, John, what what Boston team has. The, the maybe the the the, the Red Sox during the, the the fried chicken nonsense. I mean, what what Boston team has had an utter collapse comparable with this? I mean, look, I mean, we've seen ups and downs during this run too. I mean, um, you know, the Bruins went from the Stanley Cup to a bottom dweller in a couple right. of years by making you know not but not, this is not the right job, move. Really. Certainly, the chicken and beer Sox went from on the cusp of making the playoffs to a September collapse to the right. biggest laughing stock in all of sports in the Bobby Valentine years with 2012. Right. Um, a lot of that was self inflicted this was yeah just a series of really unfortunate events that like i said we're going to look to parse 
you know, and 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 all the blame out to everybody. And I I don't know that anybody's actually to blame. I really do think that this is just shit happened uh, and yeah. it just yeah. happened and it's yeah. and again i don't think danny did anything wrong i i don't know how brad could have coached them differently i mean i i you know we're, we're looking for we're looking for somewhere to put this i don't i i it just happened it happened when it when it's all said and done though that the, the the blame game lands at the top yeah. so and from everything i i personally witnessed this season in and you did as well in press conferences, in interactions with the media. Brad just didn't. He, 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 he I, I use the phrase deer in headlights. That's not fair because fair, a guy that smart is rarely a deer in headlights. So he did resemble it a lot this year. There were definitely conflicts that he couldn't handle or didn't have experience handling. So, you know, when it's all said and done at the end of the day, Kyrie may end up being the major villain. He always will be in my mind. But the blame we're keep Danny Ainge is, is sticking with Brad Stevens as he should. Therefore, Brad Stevens needs to take the fall for what was probably the most disappointing uh, season for Celtics fans since I don't know when. Maybe yeah. 89-90 yeah, when no. Bird came back from the back, or yeah. the, the bone spurs. I don't know. No, this was pretty disappointing. And it's I mean, know, Kyrie's definitely going to catch the, the brunt of this, is coming in and blowing it all up just by not being able to get along. But I'm not doing the right thing, dude. Like, you don't disappear. You don't disappear. Like, you talk, you do what Al did. Right. I mean, Al's a classy guy. I could get into this all day long. I'm not going to. because We're not. Forever. We did Kyrie already. And I did. Yeah. I mean, Kyrie, Kyrie at some point, I'm not sure when flipped, flipped the switch to off and it was over. We'll find out. And that we was and out. the rest was simply a slog to the finish. Let's just get this over with. And uh, and that's that. So I'm not super surprised he's ghosting them. He's made up his mind. He's gone. Um, I mean, you know, we, we go back to the to the Ainge, you know, press conference a week and a half ago or wherever oh, it was. Talk I mean, about a deer in headlights. No, I mean, I mean he's just, he's talking about Irving in the past tense. It was obvious yeah. at that point. So it's this this has been over for a long time and now just got to figure out what's next. So, again, I'm eager to see. Uh, how this kind of shakes out and obviously draft in a couple of days and you know maybe Danny's got something maybe you know, maybe everybody feels better in a couple of days but this is this is going to be a this is going to be a rough one for Celtics fans uh so for But I will say keep the faith think back on 2014 the 24 win team 13 14 to 2015 16 16 17 teams that overachieved and and put the Celtics in a position to have talent like Hayward and Irving and 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 Horford on the team if all goes well. So I'm confident it'll happen again quick. And in the meantime, we ain't going anywhere, John. We've been here for 11 seasons through good and bad. So uh, we'll be here to cover it all, break it down, and and I'll certainly be uh, interacting and, and trolling as much as I can on yep. Twitter to, yep. to to get the green teamers riled up, as yep. Felger would say. Yep. So and, and more more draft stuff Thursday. So stick with us. We'll we'll in, we'll we'll usher in the bowl bowl era. Oh, oh gosh! <laughs> Remember when Manute Bowl used to shoot threes? Uh, yeah. Like Don Nelson used to like incur. On that note, yeah. uh, let's let's wrap this baby up and put a bow on it and throw it in the garbage. And hopefully, next broadcast we're talking about something a little bit more positive. So I'm Nick Gelso, CLNS underscore Nick. He's Zanis. What's your? Do you even care? Do you even have a Twitter handle? I just kind of follow people. I don't really tweet. Yeah, you're a ghost on Twitter, man. Yeah. You're like you're like a stealth aircraft. So uh, yeah, instead of following John, just follow Celtic CLNS. That's a better idea. And uh, we'll we'll catch you after the draft. All right, guys, hang in there.